Hey, what's good, people? Thanks for joining again for another show. Today, I've got one of the most balanced people I know. He goes by the name of Ade. I have known him since I was about 17. Very close friend. He's the only person I know, friend or otherwise, who's gone to uh, Oxford University. He got a scholarship to go there. And I thought, you know what? Because he's the only person I know, why not get him on and have a chat about life, about balance, and about the experience of going to a place like Oxford? Maybe it will inspire someone else out there who's planning on giving it a shot. All right, let's go. All right, so Ade, thanks for doing this. A pleasure. Thanks for having me. Ade's uh, not a microphone person. Ade is a behind-the-scenes techie mathematician life liver. He's laughing. Uh, so being in be, being in front of a microphone is, is is making him slightly worried. But I told him it's just a conversation. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so for people who don't know, which is probably most of you, Ade and I, we went to college together. And at college, I hung around with Ade and another guy at Mahiba, who I'll get on at some point as well. And um, yeah, I just thought it'd be cool to have a chat because I think in life, you know, they say that you're the sum of your five closest friends, right? Ade is definitely a very close friend of mine. And his life has gone a certain path. My one has gone a certain path. And I think there's something to be learned from, from his journey. We went to the same college, Barnet College, which is pretty cool. After college, Ade went to uni. I was meant to go to uni. Um, and then obviously music started. But whenever I look at Ade's life, he's, you know, he's, we'll, we'll talk about his journey in a bit. But one thing that I'm always impressed by is the balance. So I'm not going to talk too much about it. We'll get it from from the, the horse's mouth, so to speak. But yeah, Ade, how are you feeling, man? Feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all good. How have you been dealing with this whole COVID thing? Yes. Working uh, from home? Working from home. The kids. With the kids, homeschooling. Actually, how's that? Everyone's been crying about the whole homeschooling thing and how they, they, they controlling the kids. Oh my gosh, I'm with my kids. It's too bad. How's it been? Yeah, I'm usually a calm guy, but those kids really. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> They're testing your patience. They test your patience and the desire to do things at the right time. Yeah. But, you know, it's all good. Um, also, you have to consider this is quite a hard time for them. I wouldn't say hard, but yes. But when you said when you say it like that, actually, it's quite an adjustment, really. Yeah, it is an adjustment. They're not seeing your friends. Yeah. Um, the um, important things in life when you're that age. Yeah, exactly. Where yeah. are my friends? Yeah. Why can't I play with them? Having your dad teach you math and English, which is. Uh... Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Are you anything like your parents? Um. Yeah, I'd like to think different, but I'm sure there'll be. Some I'm sure they'd say, yeah. I'm sure if I spoke to to your son, yeah, uh, he might say, yeah, things like wanting them to do things at the right times uh, i guess i'm like my parents in that way because yeah. you know yeah. timing is quite important um yeah for everyone listening ade is nigerian as i am correct as well so correct. when i say are you like your parents i know you know nigerian upbringing can be very strict yeah it's strict in terms of you know to always keep in mind what you're trying to achieve whilst you're playing rather than playing like uh, what's the word playing like players your your job <laughs> yeah yeah no sense. yeah yeah I know, I know yeah so i can imagine you trying to teach your kids yeah, math very frustrating yeah when i was growing up if you get it wrong it's why did you get it wrong it's not like oh this is the answer it's why did you get it wrong yeah 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 what do you Similar. mean yeah, and it's yeah. like why are you asking me why did i get it wrong i got it wrong because i don't know yeah, i don't know what's going on yeah yes yeah, i think yeah. 
So I then think, they repeat. I think that frustration will come out indirectly. You know, that's not really what you're trying to get across as a parent. Yeah. But as a kid. Do you know the thing though? Now I'm older, I appreciate it more because oh, yeah. now you understand the frustration that oh, they yeah. had. And I said to my mum, so why don't you tell me up front that, you know, being a parent would be so harsh? She goes, ah, experience is the best teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to, basically, she's trying to say, I didn't want to tell you that in case it scares you from yeah, um, going From having, yeah, route. she wants her grandchildren. So <laughs> yeah, she's like, exactly. give me my grandchildren first, yeah. then I'll tell you yeah, exactly. how hard you were to bring up. Yeah, it's um, Obviously, in my mind, I was, uh, you know, very easy an angel. to bring up. And yeah, then, an angel. I, you know, I, did, I made the right decisions at the right time. All the time, yeah. All the time. I was always a joy. <laughs> Um, you know, and that kind of thing. <laughs> Something tells that tells me that's a complete lie. Yeah, pro- you know, you, you know, I have my own story. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, others yeah. may not share it. <laughs> Actually, talking about your own story, so I grew up in Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what 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 part of uh, uh, well you actually you grew up you started in Nigeria. Yeah, I was born in Nigeria, Lagos City, and I moved to the UK when I was uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. What was it like? What was it like the move? Because for me, I I when I was about thirteen, I went to Nigeria. Oh, yeah. So we were kind of in reverse. I was probably on the plane that that, that you got off on. You got off yeah. in London. I got on this plane going back. Exactly. And uh, I was there for probably, uh, I think, a year. Was I? Yeah, 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 maybe two. Yeah. What was it like for you coming this way? Um, actually, I, f- I forgot, actually. Actually, we have a lot more in common. We're same born in the same month. Oh, yeah, 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 that's like, right. Same yeah, month, same yeah. About, yeah. yeah so, both young men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> moving to the UK was... Um, in my mind at the time, because we moved over because my, my mum worked for the uh, foreign affairs for the Nigerian Ooh. foreign affairs. So that's why. Foreign we, affairs. Yeah, that, that's, I don't know what it's called now, but yeah. that's, we got a chance to move over because of that. And in my mind, I was just a kid really, you know, just saying, oh, let's see what's, let's see what's up. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. Were you excited to come? Or oh, yeah, you I was excited. To, yeah. Well, I was excited to come because yeah. in my mind um, and at the time, I perceived that I would have better opportunities in the UK. Um, And so that made it even more exciting to come. But no one told me about the weather and uh, and stuff like that. The snow and stuff. The snow and stuff. Yeah, I'm not really used to that. You didn't enjoy it. Do you remember like the first winter that you spent? Yeah, I arrived in summer, so it was quite cool. Back in Nigeria, we had this kind of rule in the house that says when... The sun is uh, when it's sunset, right? Yeah, you need to be home. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so yeah. when it's when it's just about getting dark, and in Nigeria back in those days it was about seven o'clock when you know you're probably hanging out on the on the in the in the park or on the road or yeah. whatever on the streets. <laughs> so winter yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So and so it's summer here. Yeah. So we arrived in summer. Yeah. So my first impression was the sun didn't come. Going down to ages, yes, nine, ten. Good. I was like, "This is sweet." Man. Hang with your friends. That's yeah. all good. Yeah. Said, and then winter came, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm not sure anymore, man." <laughs> Four, five p.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh man." Oh wow. I think it's a bit depressing. This. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you know. So that was the weather, but then with regards to education, then how how was that transition? That's a good question. In Nigeria, I was, you know, I was quite, you know, I say lucky privilege I, I went to a private school in nigeria so I, I had a a good start to education and lucky for me i guess i say lucky because if i'd been the other way i don't think i would have had a easier life okay um i was naturally good at school without having to put in too much effort so you're trying to say you're super intelligent is that what you're trying yeah, to say i'm not trying to say anything that Ad, is really intelligent by the way <laughs> i would say i was an underachiever when i was younger but liar. i had a lot of liar 
potential. I'm calling you a liar. <laughs> you are a liar. You know, it's just relative to what my potential was. Not relative to the average person, but relative to what I could have done. I think I was just, because I enjoyed to play. I enjoyed oh, to I hang think. out with my mates. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know, daydream. Yeah. When a teacher is talking to you. Just isn't saying, that, now you're a parent, can't, like, isn't that the, the hardest thing or the thing, that's the thing I worry about the most anyway, trying to get your child to understand the importance of, of that period yeah. of time that they're in. Yeah. I, when I put myself in, my, in that situation, I'll just think my parents are just talking jazz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you, you just hear these words, but you can't really compute. But what I did see, though, in the school that I went to, um, uh, it was, it had kind of a wide spectrum of people. People who were really privileged, who were really wealthy. And yeah. there was people who, I thought we were middle class or roundabouts, and people who were worse off than us and who had to, you know, come into that school was a big, big deal. So I knew the opportunity to go to school was a privilege back then. So because I was surrounded by this spectrum of people and their lives was real. I mean, you know, just imagine, for example, you're in, uh, I don't know, year one, yeah, year seven, is that what yeah. The, yeah, in the UK, and your mate smells of meat, yeah. Meat? Yeah, smells of meat. You're, meat, you're in like school. Just, animal food, yeah, you know, people okay. might, you know, you know, because you're young, people might be teasing them and saying, "Oh, why do you smell of meat all the time?" And then I remember having a conversation with them, like, "Hey, bro, why, why do you always smell of meat?" And I <laughs> you was, had an actual, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's I a nice curious. thing. Though. Yeah, like, well, why, why do you smell of meat? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, I try. Of, I hope it came across in a nice way, you know, in a way, in a caring way, because you know, not in a way to be a tease or yeah. whatever. And they said to me. Listen, I've got to pay for my school fees, so I need to work. My my dad has a, you know, um, is a butcher, so in the mornings I need to do my bit. Yeah. Um, so I think in Nigeria, even though you know, I went to a private school, it was quite clear that opportunity is um, not everyone has, has yeah, it's valued. opportunities. It's valued, yeah. You know, yeah. And if you were of a certain class, which I was, in you know, a middle to lower class, I would say, it was quite more vivid that you should really take your opportunities, otherwise they'll be gone. So this guy, you know, he did well and, you know, he, he was one of the hardest workers because, you know, he had a graph. You know, the, the, the kids of the wealthier parents, they their life was okay. They didn't need to work. They didn't push as hard. Not interesting. You know, they say that, especially with regards to money, life is a bit of a cycle in that, you know, one generation becomes rich, the next generation is slightly poorer yeah. because they get comfortable. Correct, you know? correct. And then that generation that becomes poorer, then their kids now want to push hard to get rich again. Correct. So you get that uh, yo-yoing effect. Yeah. I, I see that with my kids and because uh, they, they somehow got into their minds that I'm wealthy. I try to tell them that I'm not wealthy, <laughs> that they need to put in some work. Yeah, and they're like, dad, re wealth is relative, yeah. right? <laughs> We're relatively, we're okay, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. take the rich route. <laughs> I think I think the difference with them is, you know, in the UK, the environment looks a bit more cosy. So it's not just a matter of your parents telling you you need to make the best of your opportunities. Yeah. You need to understand why for yourself. Yeah, I uh, would say yeah. I would say that when I went to Nigeria, that was probably the the most revealing thing. When because I, I grew up here, I was born here, I grew up here. Education was just a given. Yeah. It's just something that happened. Yeah. It was an opportunity to hang with some friends and yeah. a few people rebelled against the teacher and yeah. had a laugh and that was it. But you never really grasped the importance of why you were there or the fact that being there yeah. for free is, yeah. a, is, is a privilege. Correct. Because when we went to Nigeria, then every single school had to be paid for. Correct. Then suddenly you, you have the notion of, oh, my parent works 
so that I can have an Correct. opportunity to do something. Correct. And then my whole uh, opinion of things did, Correct. you know, that's my first time of really thinking about education and thinking, I need to actually try and do Correct. well in, in, yeah. on some level. Yeah, because yeah. um, I think that is the key really. Um, for you to make that realization for yourself and then make decisions yeah. rather than your parents telling you this way, this way, this way, this way. Yeah. What school did you go to? When in England, I went to a school called Whitefield School. Whitefield? It, Whitefield. In, Whitefield uh, or White? White. Oh, White. White. Whitefield School. In okay. Crickerwood. Um, nice. Uh, Is it still there? Do you know? It's still there. It's still my, there. They knocked my one down. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. it got to a point they were just like, nah, this one's got to yeah. go. They knocked it down. Uh, that was the first school I went to in the UK yeah, and like you said that the experience that you had I, I kind of I think the kids I went to school with didn't really take school as a as a privilege like the way I grew up yeah. now taking school as a privilege doesn't mean you're any good at it it just means that you know you appreciated it's an important thing yeah, yeah. Um, but in the UK it was like yeah it was a given I remember one kid telling the teacher I'm only coming to this school because the law says I have to once I'm 16, I'm out. And I was stunned as a yeah. Nigerian kid. Like, dude, I mean, there's yeah. loads of kids on the street who would, would love, love to, to be in school. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. not only are you in school for free, in that school, if you run out of paper or if you lose your 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 workbook or whatever, you just have yeah. to put your hand up. You get another one. You get another <laughs> I mean, That's like amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, in Nigeria, if you lose your pad. It's lost. It's just gone. I mean, you, you got to go to your parents and they're going to have to, you know, dig into you. Why did you lose it? This cost money, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, so it's, it's like, you know, it, it wasn't as valued, but, you know, in that in that particular school and with a f group of people that I had around me. Yeah. But in my mind, um, I think my parents' style kind of was a bit more chilled when we came to the UK. Because they when you was it chilled while you were in Nigeria as well wasn't chilled yeah because in, <laughs> in Nigeria you were paying for stuff you need to see you need to get the return return a return on the investment you know, I remember as a kid in Nigeria yeah we would you know my parents were tutor me I would my uncles were tutor me I would go to extra tuition wow yeah. and in the extra tuition the, those kids really wanted to to kick on they they believed that that education would be uh, what would determine, you know, how well their life would turn out. Yeah, yeah. which which is in in a lot of cases. Still, although nowadays that there are way more avenues a to more success. Now. Yeah, but um, you know, education is still something that is is a fail safe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a safer way to go. So then, uh, Widefield. Then you went to college where I I bumped into you. Yeah, at sixteen. Yeah, I just saw this lanky guy, <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, what's he all about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we ended up. Uh, hanging out and the rest is history at college then it was me you Mahiba yeah we yeah. finished our exams and then you kicked on to university right yeah that's correct yeah. alright cool so which uni University of London um, King's College King's University College alright how was that experience because see I after college obviously for me music kicked off and became a, a big thing and took up all my concentration so in the back of my mind, you know, I always went to a number of times I went to perform at universities and you see them do their freshers mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, thing or whatever. And you're there performing and you're seeing them all, you're seeing them there all having a good time. But part of me always felt, ah, what, would it, what would it have been like to go to uni? Like, was it a good uh, experience yeah, for yeah. you? Yeah, it was a good experience. Um, 
you know, you just hanging out really. Um, but I, I remember my first year, I think I did a bit too much hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was uh, yeah. interesting. But yeah, just hanging out with your friends, you know, meeting new people. Yeah. Um, being, having a sense of freedom. Yeah. Um, that you could make your own decisions. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. not have to, you know, report into anyone. You know, yeah. you're a bit more of a, you know, because yeah, at this point you're 18, you know, you're legal you're able to vote yeah that kind of thing. <laughs> voting because that's the most important thing at that age uh, clearly <laughs> so you can um you know you just felt like you can you just felt like you didn't have the weight of your parents on your back so you know you could just go wild and you know yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. And so for that first year you kind of lost the whole value of the education part for a bit and you just wanted to live life a little bit yeah, I would say. I mean, like I said, I, I, I always believed I was underachieving even before this point. So I was doing, even at uni. If I was coasting, I found you know because um, it's uh, is a strange. I was a sort of person that would because I love to play. I would just play, 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 play. Yeah. And the day before the exam, I'll do some work. Oh, that's and that's, was, that's me all day. And that's that probably still, why we. That's probably why we got on at college. <laughs> exactly. Because we just play, go and play pool all day, yeah, go yeah. and hang out, and then and, and then do, pass an exam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you just pass the exam, and you just felt, ah, oh, what's the point in working anymore? And then you yeah. have to. So the the idea of, um, remember Nana. She used, yeah. work, she used to work all the time. She used to work all the time. Used to work I mean, all that the was time. strange to me. I'm like, why are you doing all that? Can't yeah. you just like do less and still get the same still result? <laughs> I mean, th that was what was going on in my mind. Yeah. The minimum to get the maximum. Correct. It's almost like, well, the minimum to get enough to pass to get to the next stage. Yeah. So the idea of maximizing your potential was not really in your mind for anything. You know, if you were like a young athlete, at that time, you would be about meeting targets because you're competing with a whole bunch of people. But, you know, education wasn't really a competition of that sort. Yeah. Uh, so you were just coasting. Basically, I just knew how to get by enough so my parents don't think I've thrown it all away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and also, yeah. I didn't want to feel like a failure either. Yeah. So I just did enough to get by. At what point did it click then at uni that I better knuckle down? What was happening? I remember I was in the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Yeah, yeah, as you do. The night before was having to of, submit lot, something. There was a lot of clubbing back then. Um, and and I remember we just received our results uh, for the first, um, maybe the second semester. I can't remember now. I realized, hang on, I can't do as little as I used to and get the same grade that I... Oh, because work was getting harder? Yeah, it was, there was, they were, the they were volume, stepping things up. Were, the volume of work was a lot, a lot more. So I couldn't like the night before just do something. The reality is you can't cheat time. So your giftings can help you kind of accelerate time to a point. But to a point, but it comes to a point where you, you need to do some work now um, <laughs> to really kick on. So if I had carried, basically, I was really partying. I didn't really take too much. Um, remember, I'm free. My, you know, I was living away um i could do whatever i wanted so you know i just did that you know yeah. so <laughs> and i went to class but really you know i wasn't really going and i remember i had an exam i was revising for an exam last minute as usual and i got to the exam hall to realize actually the exam i'd revised for was the previous day i'd missed it Ooh. <laughs> and then the exam that I had at that point was some other exam that I had to revise for. So oh, that's how no. relaxed that was, yeah? I so was, what What happened? You just failed them then? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, not really. No, 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 I lie. Um, the one I missed, I failed, yeah? Oh, clearly, I wasn't yeah. there. But the one I didn't revise for, um, I did well. <laughs> 
yeah? Reinforcing yeah. your yeah. <laughs> reinforcing your bad behavior. Correct. But when I look back now, you know, I think my talents were more, you know, more mathematical things, more things that had reasoning, logic, deductive um, kind of things. So it wouldn't be like writing the English uh, literature or anything like that. And that my, my degree was in computer science and management. So I had to do things like, on the management side, I did that on purpose to get me out of my comfort zone. But I didn't realize it would actually require a bit more work than I was naturally yeah. um, would. So the exam I had to do, that I had to do, but I hadn't prepared for was a programming exam. So it was more like deductive reasoning, and you know. So I was quite naturally good at that. So I could, okay. So I was able to kind of blag it, yeah, and do well. But if that had been like, say, I don't know, in an accounting exam or a marketing exam, fail. Or it would just been a straight fail. I mean, you know, <laughs> it was just no because I, I didn't really like writing too much, or uh, I like, you know, I just like, you know, it to do an exam, you need to write something down. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, but, so. But you know, like basically, there's a difference between like an English exam and an exam in maths. An English okay. exam, tell me a story. You have to write, oh, the, you know. what the Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was like, yeah, whatever. That was just like, not really. I wasn't interested. Yeah. But things where, you know, work this out, even the answer is not obvious. I'd never seen the question. The, the idea that I could arrive at the answer by thinking was, was, uh, was more naturally. Um, um, so that's why I did well in my younger years. Now, when I say in my younger years, I did well. I got away with a lot because... In areas where, say, my parents didn't really care for, like, I don't know, so learning French or German yeah, or languages, yeah, yeah. I didn't really care. I mean, they didn't care. If I came and said I failed, they'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, in, so I didn't really, in a way, because what your parents cared about, you kind of care about. Yeah. Because yeah. so, it makes so, your life easier. So, exactly. <laughs> you hear less complaining at home. Yeah. So I just stuck with the maths, the sciences, and I just try to get by in English. Yeah. So I was in the club, and I realized, actually, what am I doing? I mean, yeah, I've clubbed, I've hung around, I've partied, and you know, everyone thought that, you know, in my mind, I thought that would be great, but I've done it now. I'm, I think I'm over it. Been there, done that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky you had that moment then. A lot of people have I'll... it like at 63. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was yo, I'm in the club and I'm... everyone's 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. They're younger than, yeah, they're my yeah, grandchildren. It was, it's a, I can't really, sometimes in life, you just get like prongs, you know, things that kind of remind you, what are you doing? Yeah, light, light bulb, bulb moment, moments. yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, it's, self-driven even you i can't explain why you would think that it's like why am i in the club and i've never been in a club and i'm worrying about what happened or whatever yeah. um so that was your moment to that say, was my moment you know what? so at that point i said to myself you know what why don't i just try and see how far i can get with this stuff um and, uh, and you started uh you started pushing on at that point yeah i still did some clubbing don't get me wrong oh yeah you gotta but, come on you I, only live once yeah right? but i didn't i didn't really why well, didn't i did a, a lot more work and i didn't do work at the last minute anymore you know i actually had a plan if you know i'm gonna work i'm gonna play i'm gonna work i'm gonna play and get, yeah. kept it consistent so when i decided to to try a bit more and i found that i was pretty good at this stuff <laughs> uh, like, oh, i'm not so i'm not so now i'm actually yeah, doing it. i'm not so yeah. bad at it and also you discover that there are levels so you can be you know you think you're good you can get an a or whatever but even above that there are levels so i did well and then i went to oxford uh to study Computing. So hold on, let's, 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 just, let's just rewind again. You went to where? Oxford University. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying. I'm trying to was, blow some smoke up yeah, your up yeah, your rear, no, you know? no, <laughs> At the time, it was. Is it is it all it's cracked up to be? Because you know, growing up, you know, Nigerian parenting, where people like prestige, they yeah. like to understand yeah. and know. You know what? Level. I went to yeah. Cambridge. I went to yeah. Oxford. That's like yeah. it always sounded unachievable. So yeah. when I heard, hold on. 
they got a scholarship to go to where? I, it was like that for me as well. Because I never What? Thought, for you? I never, <laughs> no, it's, it's almost like the way I grew up, the idea of going there which was just like not possible. It's I mean, not really on your I mean, radar it's either. It's not really yeah. on my radar. But when I started, um, decided to start working at university and you kind of naturally, my circle of friends changed a little bit. Okay. Let's put it this way, I had a new friend. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, because now the friend that wanted to go to the club, you're like, oh, do you know on Thursday I can't go? Correct. I can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you're not coming on Monday and Tuesday either? <laughs> no, no, I can't go on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> the one Saturday at the end yeah. of the month I can yeah, come, yeah. but Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday and Friday every week, I can't I can't really do that anymore, bro. I've got to. Yeah, correct. So, so they yeah, don't want to hang out so, anymore. Yeah, so I think one of my friends, um, um, Austin, he... Um, Austin, yeah. We still clubbed as well. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Austin, yeah. Austin likes a party though, right? Yeah, yeah. We partied, we partied well. Yeah. But, you know, he just, he, again, we, you know, similar background. But he goes, he just kind of says, like, you know what, why not? Because, you know, you're doing well. You know, it's not a given that you're going to get the place. Yeah. But why not try? Um, what, try and apply? or Try, try and apply. It's yeah, free nice. to apply. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> you know, true. You know, I'm not doing any additional work yeah. to apply. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. I never why thought not? of that. Yeah. Why not? And so... I applied and I remember because I had to do an interview to get in. And I remember playing football with some friends. So I went to Oxford on the train, did the interview, which I didn't think I did well and came back. And then I was in the, I was playing football with my friends. I say that. And I remember one of them say, and it said, Oh, what have you been up to today? Anyway, I'm like, Oh, interesting. Weird. I had to go up to Oxford for an interview. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. They wouldn't take you. Is that what he said? That's what he said uh. to me. And I remember, the, and I thought to myself, yeah, why should they accept me? I mean, I'm a nobody from nowhere. And, yeah, but it's about, and, it's about uh, application intelligence correct. though, or not? It, well, it is, but you have to realise. And so chance. Is, I mean, many people are applying, so they, you know, you have yeah, to have a, it, a tiny bit of yeah. luck, but you still need to be have the credentials to apply in the first place. Correct. You know, so. But it's almost like, we kind of limited ourselves, you know, just mentally about what was possible. Just the idea of somebody coming out of where we, you know, you know, this isn't Golders Green, this is not a poor neighborhood. So, yeah. but you know, it, even the idea of like African kid, yeah, going to an interview there in the school that I came from. And yeah, you're thinking was, it's probably not going to happen, like, but the, you the, know, the odds are zero. Yeah. And this person I was talking to were just football buddies. We didn't really know. Yeah. Also, I also learned actually when someone asks you questions, you can't tell everybody everything. So even though that was the truth, I mean, maybe I shouldn't. I shouldn't should have said myself. Yeah. yeah I, I'm said, very much like yeah, that nowadays. Yeah. yeah but, you know, because because I remember at the time my heart sinking, thinking, yeah, why should they accept me? I mean, yeah. like I'm nowhere near. My background is not where. Um, but then, do you think that because a lot of people. You know, they say sometimes that a lot it's harder for black people to get into certain universities and stuff. Do you think, though, that concept, that notion, that feeling comes from the mental attitude of even preparing to apply in the first place? Yeah. Uh, as well as any discrimination that may be Correct. apparent anyway. Yeah. But the whole mental thing of thinking that's for them, not for Correct. us. Correct. That, that's not me. That can't be me. Yeah. It's kind of like when they say about inclusion. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, black people, minority, ethnic people need to be on TV so that when you look, you say, OK, that is actually possible for Correct. a person looking in. Correct. So do you feel that's the same with universities? Like when you said your friend said that and in your mind, suddenly you came back to reality. You stopped being the dreamer for a second. I thought, hold on. No, it's true. I'm just little me. Correct. I you completely know. agree with that. And um, that has been my story in terms of how I felt at the time and also how the 
those around me felt, you know, like, you know, I remember, you know, there'll be an, another friend saying the idea of him working, having a part-time job in John Lewis, and he'd go back to his estate or neighborhood and they'd be like, how'd you do that? You know, it's just a, you know, part-time job in John Lewis. Yeah. yeah. So, but he still felt, like, felt like that was out of reach. Correct. Yeah. So it's almost like a lot of it is mental. You, you feel out of place. You, you feel actually it's for other people. Yeah. Um, so you yourself don't try. Yeah. Um, I think that highlights the importance of inclusion. Correct. You inclusion. Know, uh, yeah. Making people feel Correct. like it is possible. Correct. Because then you'll then get the real potential out of whoever's applying that. if they feel like do you know what? this is possible they try that much harder Correct. and they think it's realistic Correct. and then they execute it differently right. if if you approach something feeling oh, i'm never gonna get anyway you might just be a bit more laxadaisical with things Correct. and Correct. which is really probably a um i don't know it's probably a, like a defense mechanism yes because you don't you you feel i'm going to get rejected yeah. so let you me don't want to be a failure there we so, go yeah. and i know i'm going to be a failure so let me not try yeah um or, but it's good that you tried yeah i mean it's funny, really, because even though um, I'd never met anyone that went to Oxford, in my mind, before even applying, I never thought I would yeah. I would go. Even when after I went to the interview and yeah. I came out, I was like, that was a good experience, but I don't think, yeah, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. I didn't do badly. I, we can talk about that story separately. But I just, again, still felt when I was there answering the questions, I've always been a confident person. Yeah. So I've never been the kind of person where I, maybe you're born like that or whatever, even though I never thought about not going to Oxford or not knowing anyone that's been to Oxford. The idea that I was at Oxford, been interviewed, I just felt like, let's give it a good go. Whatever happens, happens. You know, um, I started working a lot more. Yeah. So I was quite confident that I knew a lot of this stuff I had to know. I think that helps a lot as well. When they say interviews, what what kind of like? I unfortunately in my line of work, I yeah, I don't get interviewed for anything. I mean, I yeah. either I either employ someone or I don't for an interview to go into a university. Like what what happens in that? Yeah, so it's like you have two dons, two like you know, yeah, two people who are you know who've done pretty well to be where they are. Yeah, talking to you, or I don't know, you're twenty years old, twenty one, or whatever. And what uh, the, what kind of questions is it? it was like all technical questions or reasoning about your course. Yeah, it was about computing. So, and again, I got lucky. Um, wow. Let me explain what you know. You could like go to somewhere, so you're talking to somebody, and they ask you questions. If they start asking me questions that I couldn't have worked out, I think it was my deductive skills that got me there. I, I didn't ask them why. You know, I was just happy to get the place because yeah. I remember them asking me a question, and I remember um, they talk about your experience, what you've done. And they ask, they start asking you technical questions, computing questions. Let's not go into that. In, uh, yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember I had to think about it and I didn't know the answer. And then I was trying to think about it. And I remember one of the dons saying, you know what, let's, let's stop it now. And I was like, no, kind of defiantly. Okay. Like, you know, it was trying to say maybe I wasn't going to get that question correct. Yeah, maybe it's too hard. We'll uh, move on. It's fine. Don't worry. Move on to another question. And I was defiant because I, I knew I had it. I was able to do it by persisting that way. Okay. And maybe and that's I, a quality that they liked when they saw this. Maybe you know that's what, what it was. Yeah. You know, and, and one of them ended up being my supervisor and I didn't talk to him about the interview or whatnot. Hmm. So to answer your question, even though I knew there was a stigma, I knew maybe I wouldn't fit in. I don't know any other person has been, so talk to any other black person. 
Um, so I thought, you know what? Ah, give it a go. Yeah. And that's what I did. And when I did start, there was loads of black people there. I you mean, see? There pro- we go. proportionally, you know, probably not as much, but yeah. it was a lot more than I thought there would be. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I mean, they're from, from all over the world, from America, from South Africa. Brilliant. From, and do do you remember from when you first got your, um, when you first, first got a letter saying that you uh, accepted? Yes, I remember. I was at home and I, and I got this letter and I was with a friend. Akbar, shout out to Akbar. Oh, Akbar, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, yeah, here's the rejection letter. Oh. Yeah. He goes, nah, open it. Yeah, and I was like, nah, nah, not with you here, man. Yeah, you're, gonna you see, <laughs> you're gonna see a grown man cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to tell you something. Yeah. After my interview, the uh, one of the done said to me, "Thanks for coming. The odds of you getting in is like one to fifty, yeah, but thanks for coming." Ouch. That was that was how the interview ended. Ouch. And I thought. Cheers, mate. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks loads. Yeah. But so, maybe he was just genuinely quoting the odds. These are the odds. Yeah. It's 1 to 50, yeah. dude. But, I was like, but, but you didn't need to tell me. I, yeah, I mean, exactly. Just let me and finish that, the interview. You have to remember, that's how it ended. It's like, yeah, shaking your hands. So you, you just know. thought, I just thought, ah, forget, oh, forget this. Ah, oh, it's a good train ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to come out of London for yeah, a second. At least I know what Oxford looks like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. In my mind, I was like, how the heck did I get into that? Yeah. And then I got into it with a scholarship, which <laughs> is, I was like, this is like, this is a joke. I mean, this is a dream. Who's, who's you look behind. To, yeah, you, yeah, you look behind to say, yeah. "What was going on?" And, and I couldn't believe it. And obviously, I was very happy. And um, well, that's what hard work yeah, does, man. Yeah, and it wasn't. And taking the chance. Taking you know? the chance. That's one thing I've I've learned in music as well. And I think the, the reason I like these different conversations that I've been having is it teaches a thing about life. Correct. You know, in my line of work, I'm not sitting at home thinking, "Oh, I'm going to sell millions of records one day." But unless you take the chance, correct. You know, you know your own potential. You know right. what you can do. Yeah. And when you compare it to what someone else is doing, you think, well, it's, it's similar or, yeah. or in Correct. your case, better or whatever. Yeah. So you think, let me give it a try. Correct. In life, unless you give something a try, give you just try. don't know. You give know, it a so try and give it a good try. Like for example, if I didn't get into Oxford, I would have still gone on gone to, to a uni somewhere, somewhere else, right? So uh, to do what I wanted to do and to learn what I wanted to learn. And yeah, I think it's about following your passion. Really, not letting people tell you what you can and can't do if you realize that you can do it and you know you're trying it and you're getting results and you want to keep trying it because you remember at this point there's no pressure on me to do anything yeah i was just living my own life and making my own decisions that is really what life is really enjoying yourself doing what you're good at you yeah, know and taking l- some calculated chances yeah. so you're at um oxford there's a funny story you told me about education and how the level was just yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, the one, yeah. one question taking, I don't know how many days it is that you yeah, said. Yeah. So yeah, they'll give you like, take them assignments and you'd think to yourself, remember I came from a background where pretty much everything I could probably work out, you know, up to that point. Because yeah. education, you know, learning maths, all that stuff's relatively, once you know the trick, you just repeat it, repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's another level where actually you have to try and work it out yourself and the answer is not going to jump out at you. It's not going to be one, two, three steps. It's going to be, I don't know, 50, 40 steps oh, wow. of like, you know, systematic work. And you have to remember this time I was used to work and I enjoyed it now. So otherwise I wouldn't have bothered because, you know, it's just really, to give me this question, yeah, it was, it was tough. I still partied, by the way, don't get that wrong. <laughs> uh, and I'll try and work out the answer. And it didn't come in five. It didn't come in 10 minutes. It didn't come in an hour. <laughs> but, you know, but at the time, you know, again, because I now am now enjoying this stuff. Yeah, you're thinking, remember. do you know what? Yeah. I got into Oxford. Yeah. I'm giving this a good go. 
yes, I'm going to party, but I'm going to make honest, sure that yeah. I, I yeah. try it and yeah. give 100%. Also, even if I wasn't in Oxford, it would have been, if I was somewhere else, it would probably have been the same. Because, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if the questions would have been the same, but my application. <laughs> so at this point, I, you know, I was used to working hard. I wasn't driven by any fear of failing or anything like that. I just wanted to just, yeah, I was enjoying it. Yeah. So I was spent like- Confidence you know, level must have been high. No. No? No, because you're trying to do this thing. You think, I want to get it done and go to the club, right? And then you can't work it out. So you have to say, guys, uh, maybe I can't come to the club today, <laughs> but I really want to come, but I've got to submit this stuff. Yeah. So you should think to yourself, actually, maybe I'm not as good as I think. Yeah. That's where you, you know. In that scenario, were there still people that were just flying, flying through it? Or yeah. was it hard for everybody? Back in, I think it was hard for everybody. Because uh, back in those days, we couldn't really talk about the answers with each other. Because if- But could you? No, you couldn't. If they, How would they know? they'll know by the way you've worked out the answer. And oh, okay. and it was quite obvious that you guys are collaborate because then no collaboration was a big deal because um, they that's the idea. You have to teach yourself how to learn. You have to teach yourself and that's the whole point. So people took that seriously. So if you say to me, oh, what's the answer to this? I'm like, nah, chill, man. Let's go party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you didn't want to put in all that work and, and then And then somebody fail. else gets the credit or uh, something. Yeah, or you know, the two of you come into the room and say, actually, who copied from whom? And, you know, that, that. By that point, the kids really knew oh, yeah. you're cheating yourself if you do. Correct. That. So just yeah, yeah, yeah. work hard and yeah. do your thing. Everyone was self-motivated. Everyone was very talented from all over the world. So, you know, there's different levels. You're not talking about people who didn't want to work. You're talking about people who've been the, working. And do want to work yeah, and yeah, really yeah, want to yeah. achieve. So it's almost like you don't want to jeopardize your hard work by doing something silly. And then, and then people really didn't really ask. They wouldn't say to you, oh, let me see that paper. Because they, you know, they're doing it themselves as well. Yeah. And everyone was confident they could do it. So overall then, apart from it being extremely hard, it was a very positive experience. Yes, it was. It was an experience to tell you, if you want something, you got to stick in there, get it done. And there'll be times where I'd be like, oh, this is too hard, you know, but I'll stick in there. And when I get it right, I remember this is the, f I think probably the, the bit that you find funny. So I get question one right. Yeah. yeah. I'm jumping around my room. I mean, literally, physically jumping around <laughs> like, woo! I got it. And I'm like, oh crap, I got two more to go. Oh man! Yeah. And, and then, how long did one the uh, yeah. question one take you? It could be it could be a day, it could be two days. Who knows? A day on a question? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a full twenty four hours. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh! Obviously, I don't know because remember we didn't really. I didn't talk to people how long they spent on it or whatever. Yeah. But but for you though. But for me, a hard I, question. At my level of talent, I couldn't. Maybe there's somebody else who could do it in, in two two minutes. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I'd, I'd never met that person. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no one ever came and said, you know, because those days, you know, you just you just kept your work to yourself and you just hang out with people. I mean, that was quite typical. It taught me if I want it, I need to work, even if it doesn't come easy. Yeah, you need to stick with it; and it will still come. Again, I think that's a life lesson. You know, correct. It might come when you're fifty. You don't get the answer. You might be fifty years old and you get the answer, <laughs> and then it'd be worth your while. You know, someone said a story about the guy who invented the light bulb. Because uh, uh, people said to him, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, it's never going to be done. This is how the story goes. Yeah? yeah. And then when he did it, they said to him, what do you have to say to all those who said it couldn't be done? And they just turned on the light. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like I mean, that. I mean, like, you know, appearances, you know, you can't really tell from appearances. Like even in sport, you know, someone looks a certain way. Yeah. You say, oh, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you look yeah. a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's and not your. It. Yeah, you know, like we're saying, but if we're saying Bolt turns up 100 meters when I was younger, I'd be like, guy, you need to be running 400. Yeah, you're, you're too like, tall. You know, you're yeah. too tall for this. Yeah. Or, like, you know, if I ever met Tyson Fury, 
say, for example, I was 19 stones and I was like, you know, I don't know, lean and mean or whatever. Yeah. And I see Tyson Fury, I'm like, nah, man, he can't beat me. Yeah, and then he dances around you and knocks, that, knocks so you for the six. It tells you, like, looks and the appearance of things yeah. uh, really is nothing. And the end result always looks easy. Correct. But if you were to look behind what it took Correct. to get to that end Correct. point, you'd be yeah. like, that ain't for me. Correct. <laughs> that Correct. is not Correct. for me. Yeah. Or yeah. it could be, actually, it's for me. Because, like, for example... It, yeah, or it is for you, yeah. Like, for example, you know, like, you know, we talk about this kind of academic things. Say I was able to do it, I did it, and then you go to class... And then the teacher or whoever's um, is assisting you shows you the way that they would do it. You'd be like, damn, man. <laughs> that would have taken me a lot less if I did it that way. Yeah. But yeah. you have to realize to get to the where they've done it, they've probably done a lot more work than I have. To get to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. To but get you, that exactly. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing to say, look. And also it tells you to, one, I say I was lucky. You know, you find your strengths and then you realize, actually, I enjoy it. And then you try and capitalize on it and yeah. see how far how far you can get really yeah, and yeah, then yeah. some people enjoy something but will never get to world class level yeah. but that doesn't take away from the experience from the achievement either yeah there'll be yeah. other people at world class level doing something and they're miserable yeah, yeah so what's the point um, that sounds like loads of work loads and loads and loads of work yeah, right? it's a lot of work and then obviously since then you're like what's your job title now so uh, I'm a software engineer. So that's the line of work that I've been. Okay, uh, so yeah. you're a software engineer, yeah. which again sounds like work. But yeah. one thing that always surprises me, like me, when I, when I get lost in work, my missus, she knows, right? <laughs> Back off. Yeah. Everything's just off. I'm so buried in the work. I'm sleeping at 6 a.m. I'm waking up. At, I mean, it's all, it all goes wrong. I'm just focused on only this thing. Yeah. And so balance goes out of the window. Yeah? yeah. But one thing with you is... I'll talk to you one week. You're like, oh yeah, I'm with some friends in, I don't know, Spain. Yeah. Then next minute you're <laughs> eating in a restaurant in blah, blah, blah. The next minute you're with someone from a totally different, I don't know, class, culture, everything, doing, I don't know, paddle boating or fishing. Yeah. Just some random, but you still manage to do all of that and then be dad and still execute in, the, in, your, in your job role. And I think that whole art of balancing is such a hard... Nice you know, maybe did, did, when you were at uni, for instance, did you have, do, do you still have any friends from then? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah a handful. Yeah. So were they from extremely different uh, backgrounds to you? Or yeah, are yeah, they, yeah. or what, that is, was the common thread just the fact that you were studying together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then. Well, they'll be, yeah, they've been in Oxford, there's all kinds of people. Yeah. I mean, you know. Do you find it a challenge to balance work and all these other things yeah. or you just are oh, you're very good at I don't know compartmentalizing things or I don't know I am good at compartmentalizing <laughs> yeah. but there'll be phases it's not as clear cut as the way you describe it but compared to you because your field is a lot different it's almost like if you're a singer you're an athlete your competition is kind of like the entire world yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's almost like if you want to be a good athlete or a good musician yeah you really also I guess there's no real schedule there's no schedule. To the actual job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you could be in the studio till whenever. Yeah. Creativity could come yeah. whenever. Correct. It might not come. It might come. Opportunity Correct. comes when it comes. So you kind of need to be a bit more run and gun Correct. with uh, with with what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there is a bit of creativity in software stuff. I remember that when I came out of Oxford, I, I started working. I was working in banking as a software engineer. And um, I was a bit lucky we're lucky in two folds. One, software engineering is something that, you know, I'd spent a long time doing. I, I got a level of proficiency. And two, it's actually a, a great career for work-life balance in modern really? times. Yeah. In modern times, generally. I don't, I don't know. In my mind, I don't know. In my mind, I see someone at a computer trying to solve this never-ending 
a question and shutting out the world to get to the end goal. No, no, it's not like that. I mean, no. I'm sure there's some people like that, but generally, it's, software engineering is a lot of teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. There might be moments where you need to hit a target or a deadline or, you know, a milestone where you got, you know, you just lock yourself up. It might work a Isn't bit. Isn't everything uh, on, a, on a deadline? Yeah, but it's, deadlines are different, man. I mean, some deadlines are easily achievable, some are a stretch. Yeah. But, you know, say some external force is kind of giving you this deadline. Maybe something is really bad. You need to get it done. COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it's not, you know, non-trivial. You still work together and you might need to, you know, work, I don't know, 12 hour days, 14, 15 hour days. But there'll be other times where you don't. That's been my experience. But when I was younger though, I wanted to work a lot longer, longer hours. Is that pre-children? That's pre-children. Yeah, <laughs> time on your hands. Yeah, you have ambition. But also... I always had the other bit in me that I was at as a kid. I like to have fun as well. Yeah. So, you know, but I was lucky when I started working, there was a lot a lot of people also talented working for a great firm who were young as well. So in my you know, in my team, maybe like four or five young people and those days we still like clubbing. Those yeah. days we still like playing sport, a lot of running, a lot of and then, you know, my pick up golf. So while we were working, a lot of those guys became friends. So we'd, you know, always hang out. Go and do uh, something yeah. different all the time. And we're all from different backgrounds, yeah. you know. Did you meet any I remember you went to uh live in New York for a bit. Yeah, that was yeah. with that, the same firm. And that was interesting. Yeah. Um but how was yeah. the how was the work life balance there? Because my my experience of New York, I always used to go to New York to do like music videos. I did the yeah. if there's any justice video out there in New York. I did the uh, don't give it up video was in New York as well. To me, it's just restaurants, clubs, and nightlife. That is what yeah, New York yeah. seems to be, yeah, right? So that. how you then go and work in that environment? Yeah, but you have to remember in those lines of work people are very self-driven they're not really I see you can see a guy who's like you know what was that story you told me about actually you told me about a guy we were talking about being self-motivated and the fact that you end up in one thing doesn't necessarily mean that you wouldn't have been brilliant in something else right. and a guy that was playing a piano or something and you thought yeah. oh he could just play okay yeah, so what was that yeah. one again so, so I was I used to work on the trading desk I was a technologist for the trading desk and it was a young this trader. in New York in New York yeah it's a young trader we would work together and I knew he was pushing long hours. You know, we were, all, we were young, so we could afford it. But when we're not working, we're out maybe playing poker yeah. or whatever. And I remember one day invited me for poker in his place, and then he had a piano. I'm like, "What's that all about?" He goes, "Yeah, I play the piano." I mean, what would you mean? Like, you know, I play football. He goes, "No, no, no, not like that." <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I can play to near concert level. I mean, this is serious. Wow. I was like, "Oh." That's interesting. So you're just not just a trader then. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it depends on, you know, obviously I think it was, it was probably more privileged in his background, but that's not to say every privileged person is that talented. Yeah. And also- You still have to have the, the, the drive. drive. Yeah. yeah. And he was, you know, he was skilled in, you know, th playing music and being a derivatives trader. That's Com like, you know, two opposite it's worlds. different, but he did those things to a very high standard. Then I'm sure he's doing very well in his career because yeah. I won't be surprised if he's running the place now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So you don't struggle with the balance then, it sounds like. Well, there'll be moments. So, you know, obviously if you speak to my wife, she might say I do it. <laughs> um, but again, it depends on your perspective. I yeah. think when you're looking at, at it, you're probably looking at it from actually, oh man, I've got to go to New York, I've got to write this album. I've got yeah. to be lock myself up. Yeah. Yeah. We I don't have that problem, as yeah, I say. Yeah, yeah. Because I can, you know, I could always come home and um uh even sometimes I travel for work, max for a week, I'll be back home. 
And also, I, I still love having fun. You have yeah. to remember. Even I was going to say, like, if yeah. you didn't have the balance, the, 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 the yin to the yang, the other side, you know, so if you were just so focused on work and just kept your mind there all the time, I'm guessing you probably wouldn't be as happy a person. Correct. correct. As you um, are, yeah. Yeah, in, my, in that job, I was very driven. And uh, there'll be moments where I'm working, 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 working weekends, all by choice. Yeah? yeah, because you know you have your own personal. And then at one point, I thought, you know what? Actually, you know, I was still having fun. This is not like every week I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be some weeks where I might, I might choose to work. But other weeks, I might choose to do something else. So I've always had that. But I'll never have say more than a month without having fun. Yeah, if you yeah. know what I mean. We're a bit, you know, luckier yeah. in that sense because even though things, you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. It's about a lot of teamwork, which helps. So it's not just about everything is on you. Yeah. yeah, as an artist, it's like you're the one who's going to stand out there singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, yeah, it's true. Yeah. If you're, yeah. yeah, if you're the main person, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm not watching Lamar singing, thinking, oh, I wonder who wrote that song. It doesn't yeah, work yeah. that way. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I know there's some teamwork. Involved. Oh yeah, loads of teamwork. Um, loads yeah. of teamwork. But, yeah. You know, people don't really see that. But as an engineer, uh, it's um, there's long hours, but it's not regular. But I'm sure if you work for, for I don't know, I'm just guessing. If you work for firms like facebook or at some points depending on where in the maturity of the product you joined there might have been a time where you'd given up your life to get it done yeah 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 but i think that's not really typical that's you know yeah is that kind of job role attractive to you like the facebook I, I, world and the, that type yeah, of things or is yeah. what you do like completely the opposite or no it's similar i mean it's, it's all about solving problems really remember it's just about it's about reasoning solving yeah. problems so google calls you today or facebook calls you and say excuse me mr ade we um have heard about you on the grapevine and we would really like you to to do this and this and this for us you say no my life is comfortable i'm here with my or you say actually I'll take a look at it. We have to remember, you know, the kids are going to school. The wife's got a job. Yeah. So we're talking evenings and weekends, really. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. and... What do you say? You talk on evenings and weekends? No, no, no. We are talking about... Oh, talking about yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Okay. In terms, so, of, yeah. in terms of the work-life balance then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would never say no to a good opportunity. But yeah. what I wouldn't do, I think this is a question you're asking. I wouldn't say, actually, because I'm doing this then... I'm going to lock myself up for a year, two years yeah. and not really have any yeah. fun. Turn away from the family. Yeah, I don't think I'll choose that yeah. because there's always ways and means to do the same without having to do that. I think anyway, I, yeah. you know, I, in my experience. Yeah. Someone uh, said that to me once. They were like, I remember I was, uh, I needed to stop to go to travel away to, for like 12 days somewhere and there was a lot of important stuff going on at the time and they said to me, do you know the funny thing, Lamar? When you stop and go away, when you come back, it will all be there. And if it there. wasn't meant to be there, then Correct. someone else would have yeah. solved it or whatever. Correct. So Correct. you can't let life run you. You have to run Correct. your own life. I agree with yeah. that. And a lot of times in software, I'm sure a lot of software engineers agree with this. So you pull a 15-hour shift, yeah? you're trying to solve a problem, it doesn't work out. You could stay there another week, it probably still won't work out. But the moment you take a break, go home, I've solved problems in my sleep. I'm not even exaggerating. In your sleep? In my sleep. Is that you showing off or is that just... No, 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 I'm sure, <laughs> I'm I'm sure it's, it's very typical. I'm not awake trying to... It's just almost like, you know... It's like not, not being able to see the wood for the trees. There's correct, so much trees there. You think, where's the wood? Yeah. But it's like it's in front oh, of yeah, you, dude. Yeah. Exactly. It's very typical um, story. I'm sure a lot of software engineers relate. You know, you might be, I don't know, you leave work, come home, you have a nap, you sleep, you eat do some exercise or whatever, and you're in the shower the next morning. It's like, aha! Boom, yeah. And it's almost like... 
wow. And that is one of the cool things about being a soft drink. Yeah, you, you think, know? oh, you think, oh, work late and study, study, study. But 3 or 4 a.m., you still haven't got it. But it's yeah. when you've slept, rested, right. thing. That happens with music. That yeah. happens All like the time. 70% of the time with music. You'd be trying to finish something or a song will sound a certain way. You go to sleep and the best hours that you have is from like 5 to 10 a.m. Yeah. That period there when you first yeah. wake up. Yeah. And it's just a flurry of right. ideas and yeah. a flurry of creativity. Yeah. And suddenly you realize, oh no, the drums need to sound like this. And the, or the song needs, or the melody, you get a melody. Correct. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, I think similar. it's the same thing. You, yeah. the, the stress levels almost come down. Correct. And then yeah. your body can just, or your brain can just see yeah. whatever it is that you're meant to Which see. Which is why in modern firms, a lot of tech firms, you go there, they've got pool tables, they've got a basketball courts, they've got all that kind of stuff. Oh, so it's not because they care, it's because they want you to, they want you to relax and solve their problem. Correct, yeah. <laughs> everyone wins. It's a, it's a solution for everyone to win. Yeah. The firm, the person, so it works. All right, so the, I guess your answer is when it comes to balance, it's a matter of perspective or what would you say is the key to achieving life balance? I think everyone there. really, everyone in their hearts know what's important to you. And I guess the key thing is not to forget that. Personally, my thing is I don't want to go through life having like regrets about something um, I knew up front and then I didn't do. Or yeah. you know I mean? When we decided to get married and have kids and whatnot, we realized actually this is a very important part yeah. of your life. And if your home life is good, then your work life will be good. But if your home life is not... Yeah, your work, work life yeah, is not. True. But at the same time, there is a bit of frustration in that, you know, you want to achieve something, but then you may have to accept that you'll have to go slower to get there. It's yeah. like a marathon. When you're young and single, you had all the time in the world, you could sprint, man. Nobody cares. I mean, <laughs> but now you have to actually consider a few more things. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's sort of what it what yeah. is about. You know, yeah. you know, know what's Rem good for you and remember what's important. Remember to you. what's important. I think that's a very good um a very good life yeah. lesson there. Remember what's important. And make sure that's 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 uh that's fed first. That's right. That's, yeah, that, yeah. that's fed first. Either you know, like you know, COVID now, you might think, oh, my life is over. Yeah. Oh, I don't have work. But you get to spend time yeah. with family. Yeah. I think in life, most of the things that happen to you that has the most impact are things that you haven't planned. That's yeah? true. That it's just true. one of those things. You know, you stay there. You think, oh, this is going to happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's like, yeah. ha ha. Yeah. A lot of things happen. Yeah. You have to find ways to adapt. There's a saying, isn't it? Uh, man makes his plans and God laughs at them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's uh, the... If, for example, yeah, hypothetically say, I don't know, he's working 24 hours a day, you're a billionaire, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Would you be happy? For some people, it would be a yes. But for others, for a majority of people, I would assume yeah. it would be like, actually... You might think you might be happy, but yeah. when you get there, you realize a lot of the people that are there and write the books yeah. talk have, about have the exact same problem that they had before Correct. they got there. Correct. You know? And then they, you know, they might be like, oh, I wish I did this different. And when you're reading that, you have to use that to adapt your life. So maybe you'll never be a Steve Jobs or whatever, but why is that the target? Yeah. Um, happiness is the target and happiness Correct. is relative. When I grew up, you know, we talk, let's take it back to how we started. The idea of being good at school was like everything for a Nigerian kid. Yeah. So your parents would be on you, be a this, be a that, be a that. Again, yeah, be a doctor, be a be lawyer, a doctor, be, be a, a scientist. Yeah, yeah. But those days, remember, even though my parents said this, um, I was never, I was, I, I said just where you're born. I was never really, I heard it, but it was like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's because it wasn't necessarily your dream or your passion. That someone, Someone's telling you, be an engineer yeah, yeah, because yeah, it be, sounds good, correct. be a doctor yeah. because it sounds good, yeah. but not necessarily because, what do you want? You know? Correct. Yeah. So you almost like, I think as an adult, 
at some point you've got to take responsibility for your own happiness. So yeah. if you were, you know, you're a billionaire, you're still miserable. I'm sure you could, you could buy a lot of fun with a, with a billion pounds. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you get by. <laughs> I'm but, sure you get by. <laughs> but would you still be happy? And if so, then carry on. Be honest with yourself. Yeah. And I think that is the key, really. Yeah. Be uh, honest to yourself. Know what matters to you and tend to it. And tend to it. Yeah, and work work hard as long as you enjoy it and whatever happens, happens. Brilliant. All right. I won't keep you too long. I'm sure that we'll, we'll talk again and share some nuggets further down the line. But once again, thanks for doing this. A pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was more fun than I thought. I was a bit nervous. You're not, no, yeah. nervous about nothing. I told you, man. It's a conversation. Uh, yeah, it was good. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot. Right, there it is. All you need to know is what really matters to you and give it the right amount of attention. And then you get some balance. I need to work on that. It sounds easy, but for some reason, I don't know. I find it hard. I hope like I did, you got something from today's show. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like today's show, please do subscribe. And if you can, take a moment to rate this podcast on iTunes. It really, really does make a huge difference. I appreciate you and your time. If you've got any questions or suggestions for the show or for me myself, feel free to email me. It's lamar at thelamarshow.com. That's lamar, L-E-M-A-R at thelamarshow.com. If you're an artist or a musician and you need some advice, please feel free. All right. Until next week, my friends, I'm out.